The Lord be with you. Welcome to Thin Places, the podcast channel of St. Aidan's Anglican Church in Nicholasville, Kentucky. I'm Father Lee, the pastor here at St. Aidan's, and I want to invite you to join me here each week as we join together to share common prayer, common worship, and common life. And just as the streams feed the trees on their banks till they pour in the seas, so may my life be to all those who share this wilderness road. A reading from the Gospel according to St. Luke in the ninth chapter. Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep. But since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. And then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son. My chosen, listen to him. And when the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. And they kept silent, and in those days told no one of the things that they had seen. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Will you pray with me? Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. For you are our strength and you are our redeemer. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be. World without end. Amen. I invite you to be seated. God reveals himself, he reveals his presence in the midst of his people at Horeb and at Sinai and over the Ark of the Covenant, and when the people see it, they always say the same thing about it, that what they see is a burning, consuming, devouring fire, a fire that burns with an intensity and a hunger that fills them with dread. The fire that they describe is not like a campfire. It's not like a log burning in the fireplace where you can look at it and you can recognize, well, that is hot and that would burn me and I can respect it, but it doesn't inspire dread in me. I understand that it's dangerous, but this fire that they describe at Horeb and Sinai 
and over the ark. It's a different kind of fire entirely. It's more like a fire when you set a Christmas tree on fire. Have you ever burned an old Christmas tree before? It will put the fear of God in you. <laughs> it starts off really small. When, you, when, when it catches, it starts off really small. And you watch that flame sort of jump and it hits a branch. And at that point, it begins to double in size every time it touches another branch. One branch is two branches, two branches, six branches, and then eight, and then twelve. And until this entire thing becomes engulfed in flames. And when it hits the, the trunk of the tree, the fire starts to roar. It's burning so fast. Even on a little, you can get one of those little bitty Christmas trees. And when it catches, you will step away from it. It doesn't matter. You can brace yourself for it. You can say, I know that this is about to happen. But when it catches, you step back a minute. Because this is a different kind of fire. It's a fire that destroys. It's a fire that unmakes. It's a fire that you have no control over. And the glory of the Lord is not like a smoldering fire, and it's not like a burning fire. It's not even like a roaring fire. The appearance of the glory of the Lord is like a devouring fire. And the people of Israel shy away from a devouring fire. They shy away from it in the bush, and they shy away from it at the mountaintop, and they shy away from it in the tabernacle and the temple. Until... Jesus takes Peter and James and John to the top of a high mountain. And at the top of that mountain, they stand face to face with a devouring fire. And they don't run. Instead, they fall down on the ground and begin to worship what they see. They were overwhelmed with awe. And they put their faces against the mountaintop and they begged for permission to build a home there for God's glory to inhabit. They didn't run. They didn't push it away. So what was it that changed when they came face to face with that same fire burning on the top of the same holy place? God's purpose from the very beginning has always been to draw us to himself. From the beginning... He sought to draw us to Himself, to transform our lives, to transform our world into a temple where God's people would meet their Lord face to face. But every time God reveals Himself, we instead see our own sinfulness. We see our brokenness. We see our finiteness. We see our creatureliness and we draw away. We draw away because we don't want to be consumed. We don't want to be devoured. We don't want to be destroyed. We don't want the fire to transform us. And so God, in the person of Jesus Christ, wraps himself in our humanity. God unites us to Himself in Jesus Christ. This immense and incredible mystery of the Incarnation 
is more than we can ever wrap our minds around. That God is now with us. That God in Christ is now fully God and fully human. To see Jesus is to see God. When Jesus sits down with his disciples for the last meal that they will share together before he faces his passion, the disciples beg him to reveal God to them. They say, just show us the Father and we will be satisfied. And what is it that Jesus says to them? Have I been with you so long and you still don't know me? If you have seen me, then you have seen the Father. The disciples on that mountaintop look into the flames and they see in those flames the face of Jesus. And there in that fire that used to terrify us and alienate us and repel us, they saw love. They saw the fire of God's love. And that's exactly why Jesus brings them to the top of that mountain. Knowing what lay ahead of him. Knowing everything that was going to come. All of the fear and all of the pain. All of the the darkness and the separation that he and they were going to experience. He allows them in that moment a glimpse of hope. The hope that we are not alone. That in the midst of our fear and in the midst of our pain and in the midst of our own darkness. We like they are not alone. That even though the entire world is set against us, we have seen the love of God revealed in the face of Jesus Christ our Lord. And it is a love that devours. It is a love that consumes. It's a love that transforms us. But we're no longer afraid. Because that love, that glory, that power that we see revealed is no longer just a story. And it's no longer just a theory. And it's not just an idea. It's a person that we have seen and that we have known. And it's here, right in the midst of our ordinary time. And this time of being drawn into God's kingdom. That Pentecost opens our hearts To that same fire that burns and consumes and devours and transforms. Because that same fire still burns in our hearts. And it still burns in the midst of our community. And it still burns above the seat of mercy. That same fire. And just as Jesus calls his disciples to the top of the mountain to reveal God's love, to reveal God's self in the midst of those flames, God today is inviting each one of us into his holy space to come face to face with that same love and to be consumed as we consume. And to be devoured as we devour. And to be transformed as we stand face to face with the fire of divine love. And so this week, as every week, Jesus calls us to his table. To receive who we are. 
and to become who we receive. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for checking out Thin Places today. If you were blessed by your time with us and want to know more, check out anchor.fm forward slash thin dash places for more homilies, devotionals, and worship from St. Aidan's Church in Nicholasville, Kentucky. And make sure to follow us and leave a comment and join us again next time in common prayer, common worship, and common life. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Father is restored.